Hello, 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 hello. I had to stop in because I haven't in a while. This is Carla Michelle, your favorite coach and consultant, and you are at the Strong Network Podcast, the Strong Network Podcast, where you find out strategies, how to use your talent, remind you to be resilient and optimistic, knowing that you're necessary, and the G, you know to be strategic, you got a talent, you're resilient, optimistic, and you are so convinced you're necessary, you have no other choice but to go global. No other choice. So whether it's the encouragement that you get from me as your podcast host or our guest, this is the place to stop and get a little shot in the arm to get that little energy that you need to go throughout the day. So today I want to talk about trusting your gut. Trusting your gut. How many of us swear by our guts? (laughs) Swear by it. Like, I trust my intuition. I trust my gut. That little small voice, some may call it God, some may call it themselves, you know. Whatever you do, that gut, that feeling. So I, I personally, I think it's great to follow our gut. I think it's a good thing Um, because I feel from my life that when I followed my gut, it has really taken me to places that I wanted to go. And so when the opportunity shows itself and I say yes, it opens up doors. So to me, trusting your gut opens up doors, can get you in the uh, space that you want to be in trusting your gut to just to go out and to do something different. Trusting your gut is a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, how many of us have trusted our gut and it really worked out well? The only thing I would like to kind of touch on when it comes to the touching, I mean, touching, trusting your gut is understanding that sometimes our gut could be corrupt. Your gut can be corrupt. And what I mean by that is we can allow our past, uh, the subconscious, the things that the trauma, things that we've been through to interfere with a gut reaction. So your gut could be saying no a lot you know I say no a lot because I don't want to get caught up in anything and I don't want to I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing so I just say no first you know Um, your gut response is a no because of pain or disappointment or where you feel that you've been left behind or someone didn't see you so your gut reaction is kind of corrupt Uh, how do we get Oh, another one like dating. So we can date and we date sometimes by gut and our gut reaction could be something that's familiar, but it never, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good for us. Um, Then you can have the gut reaction where it's like, yes, that is the one that is the person I would love to date and that fits. But what's the difference between the person whose gut is gut reactions are not working for them 
compared to the gut reactions of someone who it kind of works nine times out of 10. And I truly believe that the difference is, is how much work we've done on ourselves, how much work we've done uh, in our mindset and how we think and what we want in our lives. And, and well, I'm going to go back to it. It's just the work that we've done. What work have you done to make sure your gut reaction is not corrupted by your past or corrupted by the fear of your future? Many times, many times we trip ourselves up with fear of the future. And so we don't allow our intuition or our gut to show. I've been reading this book and it's called The Mountain Is You and it's by Brianna Wiest, W-I-E-S-T and it's Transforming Self-Sabotage into Self-Mastery. Really, really good book. Uh, I like it for many reasons, Um, many reasons, many, many reasons. And it talks a lot, yes, about self-sabotaging, which I've spoken on um, on my Instagram channel, Miss Carla Michelle. That's a plug. And uh, I also talked about, um, well, on that, when we talked about self-sabotaging, we understand that sometimes self-sabotaging, if you're aware of how you self-sabotage, could be used as a tool to switch that self-sabotaging around. Because many times we self-sabotage out of fear. We self-sabotage because we don't believe the best of the situation, the best of ourselves, the best of what is could happen in our lives. So we self-sabotage. We do that a lot um, in relationships. We could say we want a relationship and then the relationship's happening and we start pulling back, we start getting fearful, we, it starts reminding us, it starts triggering things that have happened in our past and not necessarily uh, triggered by an old relationship. It could be triggered by childhood experiences, what you saw in your home or what you didn't see in your home, what you experienced, mol- molestation, um, incest, um, rape, uh, just so many things uh, that has happened, male and female, that those self-sabotaging ways are sometimes your way of protecting yourself because you don't trust the situation that you are in. So it seems like you're self-sabotaging when you get something good and you still act like it's something bad, which takes me back to your gut reaction of not knowing how to decipher between what is good for you and what is not so good for you, what is not serving you, what could be different for you. Um, So important to understand the difference of self-sabotaging, gut reactions, what is good, what is holding you back, what is scary. So let's just look into what Brianna is saying, because I I really, um, I really wanted to read a little bit of that, and I should have marked it, so give me a moment, Um, 
you know, this is another statement I, will, I wrote in here. It says, everything always works out for me, so why fear? Why fear? Why not touch my touch? Why not trust my gut? If everything works out for me, why fear? Why say, well, I wouldn't say, I was about to say why say no, but there's reasons to say no. But there's also, you need to understand, you need to dissect your no's. Like, why are you saying no so often? Is it because you really need to say no and you're changing things in your life? Or is it that you say no out of fear, out of fear of the unknown? You never know. The unknown is unknown, right? <laughs> You'll never know the unknown. It's unknown. So why are you fearing something that you can't even grasp? Why would you fear the unknown? Because, you know, I always say this. You're the, uh, the co-author of your life. And you're, you're here to write your story on, on this world. And if you're always scared... If you're, if you're not listening to you and your gut and your intuition, you're probably very frustrated because you're not achieving and doing and accomplishing the way you want because your no is so definite and your no is so, so soiled by the triggers of your life, by the hurt of your life, by the pain of your life. When are you going to stop? being the victim to what has happened and make space for what is. I'm going to say that again. When are you going to stop being a victim to what has happened and make space for what is right now? Right now, making space for what is right now. And making space means that you need to be vulnerable. We hear that word. You need to be open. You need to be aware, awoke, (laughs) awakened, woke of understanding what you want, what you need, what is required for you to function, to be, to become, to be everything that you want to be. You have to know you. And when, you know, that's my biggest thing. If you know yourself, man, that's like 90% of the battle. It really is. If you know yourself and you know what you want to accomplish and you're not caring what everybody thinks or doesn't think, you just know what you want. When you know what you want, so important. I was earlier listening to uh, one of Michael Jackson's uh, vinyls and you can just hear his what he, he wants every song to be a hit. You could just tell by the energy that he gives in each and every song. There was a, uh, I don't know, it was a documentary or something that I was watching. And they talked about Michael Jackson in the studio and how he would be, you know, very soft-spoken and everything when he's talking to you. But as soon as he hit, he got in the studio with the earphones on and that mic in front of him, he became like a whole nother person. He became someone who was so convinced of wanting this song and these lyrics to be impactful. I mean, do you ever listen to his songs? And just, you could feel it. I mean, it's like 
from his soul that a lot of the songs he's just singing and his all the hee hee, you know. I mean, that's him just feeling it. Don't laugh at the hee hee. However, the point being is those are his gut reaction. His gut reaction is aligned with what he wants for his life. And his life was based on making good music. And because his, his life was, or his goal and his intentions were based on making good music, he trusted his gut to produce good music. And I don't know his recording style or how his writing style, he came up with his lyrics or who he had help with, but I do know the, the high level uh, report is that he took it very, very serious and he went with what he felt like. He went with what he felt, he went with what he wanted, and he went with what would, he felt would work, even when it was different, even when it was different. Are you willing to be different? Are you willing to not have to listen to everyone around you? Are you willing to trust your gut? Are you willing to be great? Are you willing to know, are you willing to give your space give yourself some space and time to understand where you're going, where this road is taking you. What do you want? What is your gut saying? And so as you work through that gut, and I didn't find the page that I wanted, and maybe... Um, I, I'm sorry. I thought I had it. Okay. There is other things in here I can talk about because it's so good. Um, But I will say this. Some of the things that can stop you from trusting your gut, one of them is anger. Anger can stop you from trusting your gut. You could be mad at others, but there's something different about being mad at yourself. There's many people, you can raise your hand. I know you're just watching or listening. Many people are mad at themselves. Mad at themselves for not doing well in the job and getting laid off. Mad at themselves for not being born in a family, an affluent family. Mad at themselves because they just can't get it right. Mad at themselves because the mistakes they made keep following them. Or are they hmm. mad at themselves for various reasons? And you could be have you could have something that you're mad at, angry at when it comes to yourself. But you have to let that go because anger will block the freedom that you need to move into and out of things that are trying to hold you back. So trust your gut. Move away from anger, move away from sadness, move away from being depleted from things that have happened in your life. We cannot let life deplete us. Oh, can life deplete us? Yes, it can. But should we let it and allow it for long periods of time just to take away from our very being, to steal our energy, to steal our vibe, to steal our joy, to steal our purpose. No, you cannot allow sadness to block 
your intuition or your gut into the next step that you have for your life. What about guilt? What about guilt? Have you had any guilt? And has guilt messed with your gut reaction? Okay, so. You know, I was on a, um, one of the many things that I do, but I was on this Zoom with a bunch of people and I was talking to a group of ladies. And what was interesting to hear the story about hiding. And I can relate because there was years that I hid, hid because of various reasons. One of them is I didn't think I had value to bring anymore. So hiding wasn't necessarily hiding because I still worked and did stuff, but I wasn't on social media. I wasn't um, around the normal places where someone would probably see me. It's just I changed up. And so this conversation, they were talking about how they were hiding and they had some really hurtful things happen in their life. And now they're shrinking back into the shadows. Whether it's the guilt behind their relationship failing and the part they feel they played or didn't play, but just the guilt they feel. Sometimes we feel guilty. Um, it feels shame and guilt, shame about not being in a relationship anymore and your relationship broke up or things didn't go the way that you thought. And you just kind of lose yourself. You just kind of hide away. So that's one of the things you don't want to happen in your life is to have that guilt and is to have that shame mess with your gut reaction to move forward. Because if you sit in the guilt, if you sit in the shame, you will stay there and you will be depressed and you will be angry. It does not serve you to where you want to go to sit in that sadness and to sit in that guilt and to sit in the anger and to sit in embarrassment. That was one of the other things. They were embarrassed about how their life was going. They're a certain age and this is happening and they have these certain criterias and even, you know, well-educated and still embarrassed about the decisions that they've made in their life. What about jealousy? Jealousy could be another thing that can mess with your ability to trust your gut. You could be jealous. And when you're jealous, it usually means you're in competition. There is no need to be in competition. There is no need. Collaboration over competition. You've heard that. But it's true. So if you are jealous or you have resentment, it should be a check that possibly you just want to be like that person. Possibly there's something about that person that you relate to and you wish it was you. That's basically jealousy and resentment because they're doing something that you want to do or wish you could do or don't believe you can do and you see them doing it. So you get jealous, you get resentful, but jealousy and resentment will block your gut reactions to going further, to going higher, to being, I don't want to say being better, but being your best. How about that? The best that is already in you. Jealousy and resentment will clog that up. So you've got to be very, very careful. Let me see. Is there anything else? Regret and fear. Oh my gosh. What about regret? I shoulda, woulda, coulda. That will mess up your intuition. That will mess up your gut reactions. 
because you have regret. And sometimes then you second guess yourself, you overthink because you're regretting the past. You're regretting what you've done. I mean, resentment, regret, there's so much fear. What about fear? Fear is crazy. <laughs> fear, fear, fear. It seems like it's so real, but where is fear? It has no address, <laughs> lives in no state or country. Fear is a feeling, but yet with that feeling, we can mess up the world based on fear. We can mess up jobs based on fear. We can mess up relationships, families because of fear. Fear is not our friend. Fear is a separator. Fear is something that keeps you back. Fear is something that keeps you down. Fear. Fear can just like, that tells you the power of it when we think about what we're scared of. You know, I was in the, I was uh, on a plane coming back from Italy and it dawned on me, like, I am not on the, I mean, duh, I'm not on the ground, but it really dawned on me, like, I am not on the ground, like, I am in the air, like, I am not a part of the earth right now, <laughs> I am in space above the earth, um, I didn't get fearful, but the thought of it, it's like, I am not on earth, I'm not on earth right now, very interesting, so fear could stop and if I had a fear to fly I wouldn't been on that plane and I would have missed the beauty of Italy I would have missed the people the culture the food I would have missed that I would have missed the memories so it was my gut reaction to go and I and it's great because one of my goals is to travel so to go to miss that based on fear no 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 so it's not about being resentful or jealous or angry. It's not about being scared because those things clog your gut reactions to living the life that you want to live. Your gut reaction to having the business that you know you can have to the level that you want to take it. To, with your team as a leader or a part of the team, if you don't trust your gut and show up at that table with your ideas and your creativity because you let fear and jealousy and resentment and what someone's doing over there in that department, what someone's doing over there, stop you from being the best that you can be. You gotta start trusting your gut more and trust it, trust it. Get all the gunk out of it. And if you need help, hey, there's always me, Coach Carla, reach out. You still need to do the work to clear the pathway so that you have nothing in between you and where you want to go and where you should be. So start trusting your gut, but make sure your gut is aligned to what you want and where you're going and not all muddied by the things that no longer serve you. Trusting your gut is important because you learn how to trust yourself the more you trust your gut. And you can be more confident in the decisions that you're making. You can be more confident in how you're living your life. All right? Well, this is Carla Michelle, your favorite coach and consultant. I will be signing off till next time. And remember, you can reach out to me 
at hello at drcarlainc.com or follow me on Instagram at Ms. Ms. Carla Michelle. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn at Carla Michelle Executive Coach. So I'd love to reach out. And I do have an event coming up July 15th through the 17th. It is bold and beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. It is a retreat, a getaway. Small amount of people getting away. Private chefs coming in. Um, sound bath, massages, um, a little good stuff, some coaching, some, some breaking through, and finding out what's holding you back from being bold and beautiful. All right, this is Carla Michelle, and I will see you soon.